Well, greetings, imagination connoisseurs, and welcome to the John Campia Show, the boys after show uh episode five mm-hmm. we just watched uh dropped at what midnight actually dropped a little earlier, a little than earlier midnight. this time yeah and nice. of course i've got my compatriot my partner in yeah. crime she's got issues chris carter i do chris carter chris, chris carter Carr. i was thinking it. i was thinking linda carter oh okay i thought you like went wonder Peggy. woman really I thought I was thinking Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. I got Diana Prince vibes right now. You kind of do the with glasses, the glasses. You're gonna spin around. The hair comes That's, down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Chris Carter. <laughs> um, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, so first of all, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Even though this did not have the kind of fireworks, so to say, the spicy fireworks that yeah. we got from episodes one through four, I still really enjoyed this episode. Oh, same. And like you pointed out, the writing, the juggling of the various characters, I really feel that this is an ensemble show that serves everyone. You could say that Homelander could be your overbearing villain of the show, but Mm -hmm. they don't they don't overuse him. Yeah. And I really thought that as a threat, they continue. He becomes more and more threatening every every episode. But what are some of the standout moments of this week's episode for you? I mean, gosh, like we were saying, the various storylines here being juggled very, very well, because we've got A, B, C, D all going on here. We have our main plot line, right, of having to deal with Homelander and that problem, but the various things that peak off from here, right? And I love that we're at a point where we don't know who's safe around him. Anytime he has a conversation with somebody now, I'm like, is he going to kill him? Is he going to kill him right now? Terrifying. He's no one safe. He's totally, totally out of bounds now. And that, like that scene with Maeve was one in particular where it was, I don't know what to expect from the, these conversations now. Even a boardroom can be the most terrifying place to be now. That was a great moment. I mean, all these sniveling board members of Bot trying to ingratiate themselves with Homelander. And, and of course, I mean, how he just jumped down the throat of that female executive, mm-hmm. which, which, I mean, she showed weakness and he went for it. But man, and again terrifying i mean i keep waiting i i'm haunted by what happened to elizabeth shoe at the end of season one mm-hmm. that image of this her smoking empty head was oh, so yeah. disturbing yeah and the way it was shot the way he just and i keep waiting for that to happen again mm-hmm. i mean he killed somebody last week why wouldn't he kill somebody this week Thank, yeah. thankfully the homeland murder chart did not add at least no. an overt notch to its well, well that's it because we had probably the, the biggest threat towards him take down some people this week wow and of yeah. course we 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 have soldier boy has now been liberated yes the winter liberated, soldier boy is thought the winter soldier boy is thought and made his way to new york city yeah midtown manhattan just straight from russia there no problem easy peasy uh even that i mean i <laughs> thought that was you know the aftermath of that explosion again even the way it looked the design of that that mm-hmm. effect shot was disturbing oh yeah because I was just, I kept thinking, you know, anytime you see this kind of massive destruction in New York, it's evocative of 9-11. Mm-hmm. And, and just thinking about how many people lost their lives. They said, well, only like five people. I'm like, no way. They haven't counted the casualties that were in that building that ceased to exist. It's going to take a long time before they figure out how many people Soldier Boy took out. One, and for a comic book fan, too, that that really just felt like Watchmen kind of stuff, right? Yeah. It felt very heroes when we had that impending doom, right? So it was really, really fun to see something like that and to be shown it through news footage, too. Right. It was really, really fun. And, uh, you know, there's other things going on, like, like the joy of taking your 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 
compound V for the for the day. Yeah. You know, your daily dose of compound V. I mean, Huey is is he's getting off on it. Mm-hmm. When he tells Starlight, I loved it. Yeah. Like again, we're getting into some really, I mean, adding adding to the tension, adding to the the horror really. Like you're mm-hmm. now you're now you've killed somebody. You've literally put your hand, one of our heroes someone. killed somebody and he liked it. Yeah. Which I mean is what happened to Robin. Someone went through her. Right. And now we're seeing all the gray area that comes with these great powers of, well, if you can do it, doesn't mean you should. But gosh, does it feel good to have that kind of power? Yes. And it it is. It, it's still. I mean, this show, I I used to watch it because it was fun. Now I find myself in a constant state of unease Absolutely. the entire episode. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that comes from, too. There's so many real world elements in it that even though this isn't a totally bananas episode, right? No one's climbing into a peen. No one's getting their head ripped off or anything. They're like not. That. There, there's no dildo destruction yeah, scene. There's nothing like that. But there's very realistic things that happen, like our other plot with a train going out, dealing with that situation of the one soup who is just being too aggressive in, in, in a black, black community. Yeah. And then turning on the crowd using brute force against them and really, really causing some destruction. That was a scene that I had to look away from at a few t- points because it, it the felt, apology scene. Yeah. What? The apology scene. It felt so much like what's on the news that it was just, Oh, this is this. Oh, I don't need to, you know, do anything with my suspension of disbelief. I, I've seen this footage. What, what I liked about that scene was even though the show is over the top and it's very, it's, it's satire and truly dark, dark, dark comedy. That scene, like you said, was play. It was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the wake of the uh, the George Floyd and the BLM movement and all that, seeing that hatred, his his hatred and what he was saying, that was very real. Yeah, and that kind of rhetoric, and I can only imagine how close to home. But that's, I think, by playing it that let's call it straight. They played it straight. Mm-hmm. They didn't play it for laughs. It was, re- it, it was really effective. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely. really bothered me. Yeah. And, and, but which made it great. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it speaks to the writing on the show. The writing on the show continually uh, astonishes me, especially mm-hmm. this season. And who would have ever thought we would actually watch Seth Rogen jerking off? I mean, it feels like it's just been, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> just feels that way. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm just not. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to let's just leave that you know, there. There's a there's a soups only fans out there in which you can do all kinds of stuff with your favorite soup. As long as you're willing to pay that nineteen ninety nine a, a minute, I think it was nineteen ninety nine a minute. And boy, I, I mean, some things, the devices that are available to soups are just different than the They're ones wild. I normal people get. Yeah. And again, Lori Holden comes back as Crimson Crimson Countess Countess Crimson mm-hmm. Countess. And which I love her, you know. And uh, I love Lori Holden as an actress. I mean, she was Marita, Marita Covarrubias in the X-Files. So it's nice to see her back mm-hmm. years later, still on TV, looking looking fly as the Crimson Countess. Yeah. Of course, she, the, we find out, was the, the ex-lover of uh, Soldier Boy. And hated him. So we have so many parallels between him, him and uh, Homelander, too, of everyone on his team hated him. Everyone. He was waiting for her, thinking she was going to save him from this Russian prison. And she hated him. And she sold him out. Not even selling him out, gave him to the Russians because she hated him so, so much. much. <laughs> She'd do it for free. No, I, I, again, the motivations, even even 
a character that we're unfortunately is not going to be we're not going to no, see her she got burnt up but another basically off-screen death we've been pretty tame yeah not bad mm-hmm. not bad but i'm sorry that we're not going to see her again i know she was she, she was, was great. fun um and we find out you know frenchie now has the the russians have something over frenchie they want him to murder children mm-hmm. and he's not doing it yeah and uh again i believe that threat you know they keep expanding these characters and the, mm-hmm. the, the moving them on the on the their game pieces on the board, but very effectively, it all feels like it just feels like there's more. I, I'm, I'm very clenched. When oh I yeah, watch because this show. what's going to happen to Frenchie right now? Where is Maeve? Where was she taken to? You know, <laughs> is Starlight safe at all? Are she and Huey on the outs? I mean, all the relationships in this episode really got tested. Um, and you know what? I hate the Deep's wife. Oh, she sucks. I, I, I mean, the deep's wife has brought out any misogynistic tendencies I have in my heart because I She's hate her. Horrible. She's horrible. horrible. And what an interesting, and again, another interesting subplot of getting rid of all the crime texts almost because of those tweets that might not be too too flattering against no. Homelander. So there's only like what three people there doing all crime analytics now. Again, I mean, Vought's falling apart, mm-hmm. which means I'm waiting for the return of Stan. Because I'm a stand for Stan. I, I stand Stan. for Stan. I have to say, though, the actress who plays Ashley in this episode, oh, my gosh. When Starlight is just trying to get her to, to take a stand and talks to her about how being CEO can't be this important compared to her life. The moments she takes before she does the I'm CEO, make a fucking meeting with me. It's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's no. so good. Again, the direction and as well as the writing mm-hmm. uh, is is top notch. It's fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of people. This isn't their cup of tea. That's fair, and I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it's so well done. And again, a- Ashley. Yes, she is. She's always been great. But I mean, sh- the fact that they're giving her more to do and she can make that kind of a change in her mm-hmm. performance, it's delish. Oh, it's fantastic. And then, of course, we, we there's a musical number. There is a musical, there is a number. musical number from from an old movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, how would you feel about suddenly breaking into song? Uh, I loved it. Got to talk to you about the roller coaster this took me on, though, Rob, because I'm, I'm watching it with my husband, Logan. Right. And Kipiko starts to speak and we both. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. And then it's the singing. We go, oh, OK, this is going to be in her head. But it's delightful as hell. Right. Boy, can Frenchie dance. Oh, oh, this was so fun. <laughs> Their chemistry knows no bounds. They can do anything. Oh, I'm just yeah. so enticed and entranced by them. But then when we cut back after that beautiful musical number, after the heavy breathing of a musical number to them kissing. It's all I want. I love them so much. Uh, I do, too. And I think it's going to end badly. It's going to end so badly. It's going to end badly like everything on the show, which yeah. is why I love the show so much. It, it's a show about we can't have nice things. Yeah, no. Anything makes you feel warm and fuzzy, it's going to get killed. For the entire human race. Yeah. All, every, everyone's guilty on this show. They are. Um, but again, the the acting, I mean, Carl Urban is just so, no one can say the C word. Like oh, he can. Yeah. I mean, I know in in Britain you can employ the c word whenever you want. You yeah. can't really say it here. No, it's the one word that if you say if you were to say the c word in a bar, like at the Ooh. everybody stops. I mean, my my Boston relatives, you can't say that word. Oh no, which is saying something. Yeah. Oof. I mean, for those of you who don't know, you know, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, word. yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, boy, uh, he he was great in this too, and I love how he just he when he talks about killing somebody, he killed um, what's his face, you know, Soldier Boy's powder, 
Gunpowder. Gun yeah. He killed Gunpowder, and I liked it. Yeah. You know, he's unrepentant about taking out, using superpowers to take out the soups. Well, and yeah, he's making a lot of concessions, because not only is he willing to uh, be a, a soup, he's willing to shtup a soup. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean. He and Maeve get it on. He and Maeve get, uh, you know, sexuality notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they had a great time, it looks like. That was a... Both of them broke their sobriety. That's a shame. They broke their sobriety. You know, you get drunk and you have uh, sex with the soup. Yeah. Uh, that was a good scene, too. And again, you never know where from scene to scene the show is going to take you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, You know, normally I can anticipate like, okay, we're going to get this scene. We're yeah. going to get this scene. Not in this show. Oh, once she started drinking, I was like, oh, those two are going to do it. Oh, well, that yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, it was Still, it was a good scene. It was a great scene. Although I fear where she's now been... I I fear she's been trafficked in the worst way. I was going to say, you have a theory that this is leading to hero gas and she's on that island. Yes. And in the comic, hero gasm is sort of played not as a bad thing for the soups. I mean, it's disgusting for us. It's like a a Comic-Con of kink, if you will. A Comic-Con of kink. I think in the way they're going to couch it in this show, because these characters all hate each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I I mean, maybe they're going to utilize all their hero powers and that's what is the attraction but i think it's going to be portrayed as horrifying yeah i think that's what they're doing and i think where she's going to wind up is is going to be absolutely horrifying mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you and i really love her i love mm-hmm. mave and i i want her to find some peace in her life but it doesn't too. look like it's coming anytime soon in the show no but i do like how this show too has been taking these tropes from the comic the very very big plot points or things like that and doing their own thing with yes. it yes and I think there's a great example of that, too, in Paul Reiser showing up in this episode. As, Can we talk about him? As the old legend. His dialogue was absolutely, his delivery and his dialogue was so good. Oh. And the funny thing is, you know, we keep meeting these like new characters and he just apparently has had that apartment forever. Like, how come we hadn't met him until now? Yeah. I mean, I kind of enjoy the fact that we have the, the, the it's almost like that soldier boy. We're bringing in the justice society. If yes. the seven are the justice league, you know, it's like when I was a kid, when I first was reading justice league of America comics and once a year, they'd have the crossovers. I mean, now we're getting the entire, their version of justice society. Mm-hmm. I mean, or whatever. Cause captain America and soldier boy. Yeah. But Paul riser was great. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a riser sense. I'm so excited about it. It's so good. I Should mean, here, stranger things, loving it uh, everywhere. Yeah. And, and it's funny to see that. Like, like I wonder how did, how does his agent, like, how did that happen? Did somebody just decide, you know, Paul riser, I got to get so. that guy. We love that guy. How did it happen? Like all of a sudden, but no, I, I, uh, again, we got three. I can't believe there's only three episodes left. I know. Do you have any predictions? Like, where do you think this is going to go? There's a lot we still have to do. We obviously are starting to see a potential alliance between Butcher, Huey, and Soldier Boy. Right. Because, you know, they they served up Crimson. They let him go. But how do you rein in somebody like that? How can you really believe in alliance? And we also had a little inkling that Homelander was very aware of who Soldier Boy was. Yes. Because we see that look on his face watching the news like, oh, shit. Yep. That was a theory of mine of, do we switch the Soldier Boy-Homelander relationship from the comics? So it's Soldier Boy who was dominating Homelander. Wow, that, now that would, be, in his place. that would be very interesting. He obviously, as we see Jensen Ackles doing some great showing, not telling, walking through New York, and you see his disdain for modern music, for the LGBTQ community. We see all this old man, ugh, 
because he's by the way his performance is great he's wonderful he's great but it is i think it'd be an interesting layer of some self-loathing and also some some good old-fashioned uh hazing of sorts right yes that is the turn they take with that relationship of it oh no it was soldier boy who was well kamiko if she's powerless Mm-hmm. I mean, they've shown us what he can do. Yeah. And if he depowers Homelander, if that's where they're going to lead. I mean, I would I would assume that's what they're leading up to mm-hmm. is that Homelander will one of the cliffhangers or whatever the season will be that Homelander does get depowered. Defanged, I think so, too. And 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 victimized. Deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines. Do you think the depowering is going to be permanent? Do you think Kimiko no. is like done or she's going to no. get him back? She's going to get it back or she's going to take. She's just going to take Compound V, the the temporary, or get more. Yeah. We still don't know what's happened to Homelander's son. Yeah. That's you, that's a dangling yeah. plot thread that they're going to pick up. Took him to I'm a not, not Homelander's son. Not Homelander. Well, there's that, but yeah. there's also the daughter of the... Of, oh, yes. Of, of uh, Newman? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Victoria yeah, Newman? Victoria, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Where's that going? Because that that did not look like the V was taking too no. kindly. No, and we've got we've got that too, which is which is I mean again more pieces, more more expanding. Which, that was a very physical reaction too. We saw like her whole body having spasms like and a she's color turned into stuff something. too. Yeah, I was wondering is this going to be one of those examples of seeing. You know, like like in the um, X-Men comics, right? Is this going to be like a very marrow situation where we all of a a sudden have a way that you cannot hide that this person is a soup? Right. I mean, that's that's what I was thinking, Mm -hmm. that there's going to be some kind of physical, horrible, you know. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera, creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't know if she's turned into some scale fish monster. Exactly. And as a politician who's trying to be a normie. How you hide that? Yeah. How do you hide that? Mm. Which is problematic. Head popping. I mean. If Homelander is depowered, maybe he does get. I mean, what would be more shocking on this show than to kill Homelander? Because people are going, what are they going to do with the show now? Yeah. Well, if you've got Soldier Boy, I mean, you never know. There's a new sheriff in town. Um, What else stood out in this episode? I mean, again, the fact that we don't have to have these these big set pieces Mm -hmm. that uh, or the disgusting violence or the horrible like, oh, my God, can you believe that? Yeah, that it still works Mm -hmm. is a testament. And I like all of these characters. I mean, I love spending time with with everyone. And the the ensemble keeps getting bigger. Yeah. Which which I love. And they still serve everyone. I was going to say it's still very measured. Everyone still gets their correct amount of time. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if I like the the Russian Frenchy relationship. I don't know how we're. If anything, I'm like, eh. I can't tell if I hate that storyline or if I just hate her so much. Oh, I hate her. Because every time she shows up, I'm like, oh, this bitch, I hate you. Stop ruining Frenchie's life. So I'm, I'm, I'm torn between: do I not like this story? Do I just, or is she just so good at this job that I hate? What's no, she's thing? she's great. Yeah, I mean, and I, I just don't, I, I don't want. It feels like it's distracting and taking away from the main story in a way mm-hmm. but maybe that's just because i just want kamiko and frenchie to hang out and, and now make out and now make out yeah that's Love what i want for from them. them just watch I judy garland be... movies and kids yeah and let, let them go back to paris and be in love well the minute they said that though of like we're gonna go to marseille i was like oh no you're not that's, that's not gonna happen yeah no it's no. we can't have nice things no we that's can't not gonna happen. and then i i did like mother's milk the anger yeah i mean he he is so great and his disdain of using a compound V and and uh, how much he hates Soldier Boy yeah. and and all that and the flashbacks he was having. I mean, all that stuff. I love all of that. I thought it was great. I thought that was all really really cool. I'm excited to see 
all of what Soldier Boy did to his family, right? Really in depth. But I want to ask you too, because this episode is all about where you draw a line, right? If you even can draw a line. If you can. Do you have a stance? Do you understand everyone's perspective? Or are you very like team butcher? No, you can't draw a line. Or are you more like MM who's like, we can't become this thing that we're fighting? Look, when you go to war, you if you're going to be somebody who, who war is hell and you can't you might lose your soul going to war, but that's that's what war is. Mm-hmm. There's no humanistic way to go into this kind of a conflict and come out unscathed. You have to go all in or you will lo- you will lose your life. And and look, I understand what's scary though is doing what needs to be done and liking it. Yes. You know, when you when you you, you, you taking the compound V and finding this is the power I've always wanted. I mean, that's where absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you take too much V, you want to be a soup. I mean, that was horrifying. You've seen what soups do. You see what that kind of power does to a, an individual. But I love the fact when he's like, I loved it because he's been bullied his whole life. He couldn't save his girlfriend from a train. And now he finally gets this feeling that power is what I mean. When you go to war and you become what you beheld or whatever, if you mm-hmm. become that, is that a bad thing? Or can he come back from it? Can he yeah. can he can he retain his humanity in the face of this? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where they're going. I mean, I've I've got I've read I think I've read all the boys comics. I think I've read all mm-hmm. of the storylines. And I I I like this better because you know, the comic, the comic was too, I felt like it was always poking you going, see how in my, in your face I'm yeah. getting like, ha, ha, ha. We're this, very edgy. We're very, very edgy. Very edgy. This feels earned. Like all mm-hmm. of it is earned. And, and it's more of a, you know, when people complain about like Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, like Superman would never kill or they're not worried about civilians. And I watch that movie and I think, look, if you have two superpowered individuals, two Kryptonians that are fighting in an over metropolis mm-hmm. and they are able to fling each other through buildings there is going to be collateral damage they can't do anything of i mean they're they're fighting so fast superman's like i have to help these people yeah. as he's being thrown through a building so this show does a really great job of dealing with if you have these powers what would your moral stance be which would be eroded away almost immediately mm-hmm. if you were this powerful nobody could do anything to you how do you retain a moral compass mm-hmm. when you don't need to have one? Like, should you have one or not? I mean, I think you should even. In the, and I think that's kind of the point of the whole show is that we as the audience were like, we want these people to have a moral compass because they're so dangerous yeah. without one. It feels like the only person who still has held on to their altruism is Starlight. Yeah. And and that light seems to be fading very very quickly. And but even her, I mean, she is like you said, she's the one person that even her ex boyfriend, uh, uh, basically an innocent guy who was trying to, who still, even though he joked about, well, you were the one for me, he still was truly in love with yeah, her. I think so too. He was murdered, so she uh, immediately she's now on the path for revenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, she and she knows how close she's the only person I think that realizes just how much danger everybody's in. Yeah. So and Maeve does too. But Maeve's now gone, mm-hmm. wherever she's going to be. I don't know. So all in all, we thought it was good. I did. I thought it was great. I, I know a few people. I've read a couple things about people finding the pacing of the episodes a little off. I'm really into this personally. I think we've been too. telling the story well. I think this is a great setup episode. I'm excited for them to spike this and see where it goes. Because this next episode 
since this was fairly tame, since it was a big setup, I'm anticipating the next one to be brutal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh because whatever's happening, you're, it's, and then the, the 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 last two episodes are going to be a two, not a two parter, but it, the 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 penultimate episode is going to end with on a huge cliffhanger, yeah. and then they'll have to wrap it up. So yes, I think episode maybe Hero Gasms the next episode. I hope so. I mean, I really listen, do. look at you. I hope so. I hope so. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we jump in and see what other people think? Yeah, but first, do we need to throw it to our sponsor? Oh. We have a sponsor. We do. This show is so good, it's sponsored. (laughs) Guys, we want to thank the sponsor of today's video, Mint Mobile. You know the one with the delightful ads with good Canadian kid Ryan Reynolds? So look, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just $15 a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't a catch. And guys, that's no joke because for years I've been using one of the major providers and it was fine. But I switched over to Mint Mobile a little while ago. The service has been fantastic. And the big difference is I'm now paying about one third of what I was paying before. And the best part for anybody who just hates their phone bills is that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. All their plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And a great special thanks to Mint Mobile for being a sponsor of this great after show. Yeah, thanks, Mint Mobile. We like you so much. We do. Yeah. We do. Well, we're going to see what our viewers have to say. Mm-hmm. And you know where I, I feel good about being positive with you today. I know. This is a nice change of pace. I like when we get to talk about the things we like. It's true. Yeah. I'd like to do that all the time. I know. I want to like I want to like everything I wanna always. I want to like everything. I even want to like Morbius. But alas. <laughs> Cynthia's writes in, I don't think Marvin called Annie for backup. I think he called her in hopes of talking Huey out of it. I think Marvin had a hunch of betrayal. Well, he does lean over to Huey, though, saying nothing else. I didn't tell her anything else. Right. So maybe he was hoping he'd do the right thing. But I I don't see M.M. as like a setup kind of guy. Uh, No, I don't either. Mm. Nope. Nope. All right, from Suthius, I wonder if Kimiko will end up taking Temp V to help with the final battle. Mm. If so, perhaps the formula of that will give her different sets of powers. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think the jury's out. Like, has she really lost her powers? Mm-hmm. And I think probably so, because that's the setup for what Soldier Boy is capable of. And that's yeah. what they're, he is the weapon they're looking for. So, but yeah, I mean, it would be kind of interesting if she got different powers. That would be cool. And with her healing ability, too, that healing factor, if we want to make it very Wolverine. Maybe she slowly can regain her powers. Yes. Because the worst thing for her is being superpowered. Uh, it is. Absolutely. So interesting. Mm, well, no. From David Sock and Lotion. Seth Rogen does a very good impression of me. <laughs> well done, David Sock. Well done. But God bless him for being fearless. I, I love Seth Rogen so I do too. Much. And he looks great. He does. He's, who would have thought he was going to, he's, he's looking studly these yeah. days. Yeah. Go to, you go, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And he he did go. He went to town. He did. 
<laughs> from Aaron at the Hall. I'm getting the feeling that Homelander is going to lose his powers by the end of the season. Thoughts? I think uh, so. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, because what else do you do with him? And then you can, you can, he's going to, the, the next season, I mean, will there be alliances made that we can't believe? Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be, and will, if Homelander's depowered, will Butcher kill him? When he, when he has the opportunity to mm-hmm. do so, will he do it? I say no. I think because Homelander is the father of his. Yeah. Well, well, and ultimately, I think, too, Homelander will be able to make some sort of alliance with Butcher, too. If Soldier Boy is ultimately our big bad, I can see the two of them teaming up just like they kind of did talking about Vought and everything, too. Right. They have a lot of shared ideals, which is very messed up and makes Butcher feel very uneasy. But I think that's where you have a lot more interesting drama to unfold. And and with with Butcher, whether he takes whether he becomes a not just a temporary soup. Can you imagine that dynamic? Ooh. Homelander and Butcher having every. I mean, I think Butcher would like to toy with Homelander if he could. Mm-hmm. Could be good stuff. All right. Um, from Aaron again. Do you think this could be a situation where Soldier Boy is worse than Homelander, and the boys regret teaming up with him? That's what we were just talking yes. about. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, I, because I think, I think that, um, soldier boy is the ultimate example of America gone wrong. Yes. You think Homelander, you thought Homelander was bad, Mm -hmm. but, but, but soldier boy, Homelander's new soldier boy represents the old guard, basically the people that run our country now. Well, and it's that that idea, right? Of the greatest generation. And then you go, "Mm, (laughs) because there's a lot wrong here. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a fun dynamic. And again, I think if you've read the comics, in the comics, in Herogasm, we see that Homelander continuously continuously makes Soldier Boy try out yeah. by, <laughs> by having sex with him and being like, oh, not good enough this year, champ. <laughs> and I think that'll be an interesting role reversal if that was a thing that happened in there. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I look uh, forward to that. From Matt Boyle, do you think Stan Edgar and Black Noir are related somehow? I'm very curious about Black Noir storyline, how Black Noir storyline is going to go. Well, we did see that that big, that the scary, was that Black Noir? Grabbing uh, Maeve. I have a very, I don't know if this is true at all, right? Because we had Black Noir get the peanut allergy issue a while ago, right? And Black Noir is Homelander's best friend or whatever you're... But we haven't seen an unmasking of Black Noir since any of that. Right. Wouldn't it be weird and wild if something happened to Supersonic and Supersonic is now in the Black Noir outfit? And then we have that big betrayal reveal where Starlight sees that Black Noir is Supersonic this whole time now. Is that too convoluted? No. Okay. Not for this show. Yeah. It would be pretty interesting. Because didn't somebody say, how do you know that was Supersonic? Could have been anybody. Yeah. Well, there's a reason they said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. And I know we had a funeral and everything, too. But again, off-screen deaths, I don't trust them. Um, also, I don't, should you. I don't necessarily think the two of them are related. We saw them um, in, that, in, in South America together. Yeah. But we have, we have no other thing to go Well, about. and Stan could have a relationship with Black Noir mm-hmm. that we don't know about. Yeah. That, that's his ace in the hole. We, we don't know a lot about Stan. We don't know a lot about Stan. Mm-hmm. And Black Noir is, Noir is obviously very different from in the comics, too. Yes, so. very different. Uh, Fangblaze 71. You want to know something else that's funny? Yeah, that moment where Homelander talks to Maeve is totally going to become a meme. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I hated that look. Just that little eye dart to the back. I was like, some, there's some bullshit afoot. Yes. I don't like it. Mm-mm. 
uh, from Axel Holt. I feel like Huey is extra motivated to kill Homelander as he doesn't want another one of his girlfriends being murdered by another soup. Oh, I absolutely think that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, and I think that's the driving force behind everything that he's done. Uh, um, I, you know, it's funny when you think about that. That was like the opening scene of this whole series. Yep. And it's sort of defined. I mean, I remember watching that just going with my jaw open. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's they, they've dealt with stuff like that in the comic, but to see it depicted that way in live action. Who? Wow. Mm-hmm. From the Flounder Pounder, I laughed real hard when you read my screen name and for talking about sandwiches. Flounder Pounder is a reference to one of the adult toys in episode four. Oh, of course. Oh, that oh. makes sense. <laughs> and, and instead, all of us were like, man, I could go for a filet of fish. Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice. Because of that. So thanks, thanks wow. Flounder Pounder. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. The Sock sent us a $50 super chat. Thank you, wow. The Sock. Oh, but without my gosh. The, without the and lotion. And Dutch treated you so poorly. Oh, my goodness. You're still giving <laughs> us your money. Uh, I'm glad that they never forgot Huey's motive. This all goes back to his first girlfriend for him. People say this won't bring them back. Maybe. But when something like that happens, I'm sure you just you'll, you just about anything to rid yourself of survivor's guilt. I think it's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the whole thing, the, and, and that's like Huey's, he's always saying to Starlight, I mean, he thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. But Starlight knows that he will get off on the compound V, mm-hmm. get, and she sees that, but I think he does ultimately, he wants to, he does want to protect her. Yeah. Well, that's his through line. It's constantly, let me take care of you. Let me take care of you. And her having that beautiful moment of, I don't need you to save me. I need you. Right. Is, that was a great, oh, another great line. So good. It was great. And it's just, I think Huey, yeah, is still trying to live up to that loss. Mm. And he constantly talks about how he's always that scared kid. He never is what they need in a situation. No. It's, it's going to take him down a dark, dark path. I he's going to, yeah. And we, he needs to be messed up too. Yeah. He's been pretty much pretty goody two shoes through the whole. This is going to be his descent into darkness. Yeah. Necessarily so, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Thank you again, Sock. That was nice of you. Uh, John Redcorn, I feel so bad for A Train's bro, and it's all his fault. Whoa. Oh, man. When you find it, he'll never walk again. Oh. Brutal. It was awful. It was so awful. And that woman who got thrown against the wall, Mm -hmm. too. It was terrible. Oh, my gosh. I hate that guy. And then the Antifa nonsense, too, that got thrown in about it. Ah. Hated it. Oh, I just full Maddie Con, just flames. flames no no sacred my cows on this show. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Andy loved the supernatural Easter egg when Soldier Boy looked at a poster of U.S. presidential candidate Robert Singer. Yep. Jim Beaver. Yeah, I loved that. And the kind of perplexed look of like. I think I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. That was a great little supernatural reference. And it was good without being too overt. Exactly. You know, so you're not hearing Kansas. Yeah. So. Or him like rolling up in an Impala or something, right. you know? Yeah. It's good. From Moda Awesome. This is dark, so prepare. Okay. I think Maeve was taken to the Herogasm compound. Homelander smelled Butcher on her, and to get back at him, she'll be sexually violated and killed, kind of like he did to his wife. Oof. Yeah, I don't know if she'll be killed. I don't know if you can kill Maeve. But at- but she's going to be very violated. Which I have, you know, for, even for entertainment purposes, that for me personally, that moves up to a, crossing a line. Mm-hmm. But in the context of this show, they're going to do that. It makes sense for how they treat people in the show, totally. Um, we touched on this in our last after show, too, about the the Black Noir molestation issue, too. I mean, anytime it's it's 
sexual violence, unwanted sexual advances, things like that. That is so uncomfortable and hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, if they had Black Noir molesting Huey the way they do in the comic, yep. people would go bananas. Yeah. Like, you just couldn't do it. And and it is one of those things that this show already crosses so many lines. So they, they very well could go there. Uh, they might go there because, you know, even, even uh, the legend Paul Reiser says, you know, I, I had Marlon Brando balls deep in me. Yeah. I was like, wow. You go there, boys. Wow. All, all of his asides to Huey, the Google it. Just Google it. Yeah. They're, oh, they're perfect. But yeah, that could happen to me, though. Uh, John Redcorn. Hashtag Soup Lives Matter. I'm still shocked they went there. I'm not. That seemed ripe for the picking. This seems like exactly the kind of thing the show would do. Yeah. By the way, our next our next comment, I was I was like, whoa, that you're going to read next. Oh, okay. The, the mention about Len Bias. Oh, that's I was like, wow. Uh, from Bert, double gut punch for uh, Celtics fans. Celtics fans? Celtics fans? Celtics, thanks you. Uh, first, they lose the title series to the Warriors. Then the boys make a uh, Ty Len Bias reference to Supersonic's death. Yeah, I mean, Len Bias was a very promising football, uh, football, basketball, college basketball star who mm-hmm. did the first time in his life he ever did cocaine and he <gasps> died. Oh, my God. Heart attack, heart attack, if memory serves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that seems like in very Not poor good. taste. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Moda Awesome. And yes, Hero Gasm is next episode. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Maeve is, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I, I, I am interested to see if they make it the the wacky little escapade that everyone oh. has in the comics or if it is a much more sinister situation. Oh, I think it's going to be more sinister. I yeah. mean, Anthony Starr's wife, who plays Homelander, she did say she will not watch this episode with him. Well, she won't watch it, period, I thought. She won't yeah, watch like, no, yeah, yeah, like, period. Of, like, she won't watch it. I don't want to watch you be Homelander. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. From Alex Holt, uh, in Britain, the C word is very common in pubs. It is. People throw that word around all the time. All the time. Not here in America. No. You can't say it in America. No. That's, no. Not, that's not one that goes over well here. Um, from Andy Butcher, with great power comes the absolute certainty that you'll, be, you'll turn into a right C. Uncle Ben and Spider-Man, mortified and triggered. Did you fill in the rest of that sentence, though? I he started it. saying it. Yes. Like, the minute he opened his mouth with great power, I was like, it's going to have a C word in it. I, I knew it was going. But by the way, what a great twist. Yes. Uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. Uh, look, we might not use the word in uh, everyday life here in America. Yeah. But when I do hear people who know how to properly deploy that word, mm-hmm. like Carl Urban does, I delight in oh, it. Yeah. Great profanity is a true art. I think so, too. And it's, it's you know, because all we have in America is like, fuck you. Yeah. That's, no. No. When you've got Carl Urban, you know. You, I don't think dillweed quite rolls off the table. Yeah, I got, I got called a, I got called <laughs> oh, okay. a, yeah, I got called a dillweed on, on uh, a dill hole. Yeah. I was called a dill, a dill hole. hole on, oh, okay. Which was perplexing because I'm, I, I didn't know what a dill hole actually is. So. Well. You know, and today we learned something. Yes. You know, after I declared myself gatekeeper on the John oh, Campy show this morning. How could that have gone poorly? No, well, it's gone well on Twitter. Uh, from Hero75, my friends and I got into a debate. If a soup took the compound V drug, would it overcharge them or would it do nothing at all? Ooh. Well, it seems like it unlocks whatever power you could potentially have. Yeah. I think once you're unlocked, like, I don't, I don't think it would necessarily affect you because you're already... Yeah. I, 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 maybe it does work like cocaine. Maybe it's like steroids. Could be. Yeah. I mean, can you be overcharged, overpowered, and then explode? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. 
All right, let's. These go. are the things we ponder yeah. on these after shows. <laughs> From Ethan Holgate, I feel bad for Huey because I get it from his perspective that he feels a responsibility to make sure Annie is safe and doesn't get hurt where she's perfectly happy to just have his support as normal. Yeah. It's but tough. That's what relationships are all about. That's true, right? Yeah. Whenever Logan's like, let me protect you, Chris. And I'm like, I've got superpowers. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Do oh. you really? Have you not told us that? Shh. Okay. okay. That's why I wear these glasses to keep my identity secret. <laughs> From Andy. Uh, oh, wait, no, excuse me. Home, uh, Hero 75. I don't think Homelander will be depowered at the end, but Starlight will be. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Homelander will win this season. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I like that, but I... Uh, well, Because he's pretty much winning now. Yeah. I mean, if he defeats everybody, maybe that's it. Maybe he will defeat everyone. But I can't see that... With Soldier Boy out there, I can't see that because if Homelander triumphs this season, you know, it's just kind of more of the same next season. Yeah. I mean, we've got to change it up. Unless he truly does kill millions. Yes. Well, that would be interesting. That's a very different story. What if he then? just decides I'm gonna just take over a country? Ooh. Man. Be spooky. Andy, I think the parallels of the relationship of Soldier Boy and Countess with Homelander and May. Yes. The guys are so unhinged and the girls feared and hated them. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about that. Which is, which is fantastic, especially in the times we live in. Mm-hmm. From Ethan Holgate, showrunner Eric Kripke is a big fan of musicals. What a brilliant way they did that in this episode with Kimiko. I loved it. Without doing the cliche, let's do an entire episode that's a musical. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that it was just a number mm-hmm. and it worked well because it was set up earlier in the season. Exactly. Which she is just, great. She wishes she could sing. And, and when she's feeling very moved by something, that's how she wants to communicate. The whole point of a musical, right? When your feelings are bigger than you, you burst into song. Once again, it just reiterated what a great idea a musical for the new Joker movie is with Lady Gaga. I think it could be fun. I do too. From Slice of Brie. Man, that scene with Blue Hawk royally pissed me off as a person of color. Wondering what A-Train will do next because he has to make a comeback. Oof, Brie. Brie, that scene messed me up. That scene was bad, yeah. but but intentionally so. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when he started, when the violence broke out and he was tossing people around, I'm like, that was really uncomfortable. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, as a person of color, Brie, that must have been extra hard to watch that because of how timely and relevant that all feels too. So yeah. Oh, rough scene. Art imitating life. Very, very clearly. Um, sucked. I think in the <laughs> finale, Homelander has his powers taken away. And the final last scene uh, joke will be Homelander working at Starbucks, smiling at customers. Mm. Can he become a barista? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah. But but again, I mean, this is only the third season. I don't know if they're going to get. I mean, I'm sure that did they get renewed already? I think they did. They did, yeah. So they got renewed. We reported on that in the show. Um, I don't know how many seasons this show is going to go. Um, I guess with their viewership, it is their most successful mm-hmm. show, so they could probably have it go forever. In which case, you know, they're gonna. I mean, Homelander, Anthony Starr is clearly. I mean, I he is the star of the show for me. Yeah. But, but you know, everybody else is equally great, but Homelander is such a terrifying presence that I think the only way that if he wins in the end, you kind of expect him to. Mm-hmm. I think they have to depower him. They have to give him a, we, we got to kick him around for a season. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the Nathan Petrelli problem from Heroes. You, if you get too super powered, if it is too powerful, you got to neuter that soup. 
and then have new threats come in. Right. There has to be another build here because like you were saying, he's winning right now. No one is in his way, which we can see now that that might even be chipping away at that veneer too of like, I might not be smart enough to be in this room. I might also be bored by stocks and shareholder. Oh, which I loved. Mm -hmm. I love that. And he's now making fun of, of what Vought does as a company because he has no, he has no ties to any of that. Yeah. And I love that because they're setting that up as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I can't wait to see where that goes. Stan. Stan's coming Stan's back. Come back. From Andy, one of two. This is a realistic take on Captain America. If you take a man from the 1940s when women had less rights and respect and homophobia was much more prevalent and you put him in modern day, chances are likely that he'd be like Soldier Boy and react like he did. Andy, that's spot on. That's what Eric Kripke actually said about Soldier Boy is this is what would happen if you took a man from the 1940s. And especially if then in the 80s froze him. Right. Because it it's all that rise throughout while all those systemic things were still totally okay in, in mainstream life and everything. Absolutely. And then you come back in when, you know, everyone is much more tolerant. Everyone's much more accepting. And you were not part of that movement. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm-mm. From James Hoffman. How will Homelander react if he loses his powers? It would be a punishment worse than death for him. So humiliating. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's good, too, because in terms of, look, you watch a show to see what happens to a character. when It's it's like when, when Arya Stark you know, couldn't see for a while or, yeah. or something like that. You remove Homelander's, Homelander's powers and he just he becomes or Alex in a clockwork orange when, when he goes through the Ludovico technique and can't defend himself, all the people he victimized come back and victimize him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's great. And, and I can't, I can't wait to see that either. Yeah. That's going to be good. From Zelda master seven zero two. At this point, I see Frenchie dying and Kimiko tracking down some V to enact some revenge. I, I just don't want Frenchie to die. I don't want, Okay, I know I keep saying this is a show about how we don't get to have nice things, but can we keep them, please? They're so they're so sweet. No, because everyone wants to keep them. <laughs> they, that means they're first to go. They're on the chopping block. But I love them. I, love, I love them too. Love. And they're gonna. They're all. It's not gonna work out Eric well for Kripke, them. Eric Hi, join me over here at this camera. Eric, hi. Please, please, please don't do that. If there is any love in your heart and you want me to have a nice birthday month, please don't kill them. Thanks. Thanks, bud. He's going to do it even harder now. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You just signed their death warrant. That's, yeah, now, they're now, gone. They now are, when it happens, they're out. Now when it happens, the internet can be like, fucking Chris Carr, she did this. Yeah. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> King Sabretooth. Stan Edgar opens his own company selling Temp V and Vault International crumbles under the leadership of Homelander and their superheroes go the way of Facebook. It's only old people? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You know what? That could happen. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening because the board isn't going to be very effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing that we haven't taken into consideration. Vought, which which bolsters the these heroes, gives mm-hmm. them everything they've wanted. When Vought crumbles and there's no one left to take care of the heroes, what then what happens? They're free agents. They're gonna, people are going to recruit them unless Stan comes back. Vought's in a world of hurt right now. Ooh, and we've yeah. seen it, obviously, in their analytics department, whatever. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And since Homelander doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff and their stock price plummets, that could be interesting, too. And we're totally going to see a rise in crime, too, since no one's actually looking at the data. That's right. Mm. Bad things are coming. Yeah. 
Hero 75, since this is the boys and they will go there, I expect the video of Homelander and the plane to get released, but Homelander will call it fake news. Seems too on the nose, but it is the boys. Do you think they'd do that? Yes. Mm. Because why? I mean, you know, they're also skewering. Look, what they did with that with uh, with that meeting, you know, him trying to make amends. Mm -hmm. That was really right out of the headlines. And I could see them doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I could do. And it would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, Slice of Brie again. What will MM do to Butcher when he wakes up? Oof. Oh, yeah. How do you react after your friend roofies you so that you don't take revenge against the man who killed your family? Oh, I don't know. It's not going to end well. No. And I love Mother's Milk. I love him so much. He's great. I think he's so, so great. All of his... His character work, too, on the, the OCD tendencies and everything as well. Yep. It's so well done. It's really well done. Ugh. From Bert, uh, musical scene, Dancer in the Dark, anyone? Sure. I mean. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't. I Dancer don't in the Dark. Bert, help me. Oh, ho. Yeah. Oh, maybe like a. Oh, okay. It's like the it's like a Bjork uh, video. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. My my Bjork knowledge starts and ends with her swan dress. Uh, no, Dad, that is a Lars von Trier film. Oh, okay. Neat. Well, I learned something. Thank you, Bart. Bert, excuse me. Could be. Mm-hmm. Because you know he's probably referring to something that's actually that movie is is like a musical. Oh, so okay. Well, do you think we'll get any more musicals or do you think that was kind of the one and done? I, I think there might be another one. Okay. I think there might be another one, especially if Frenchie dies. Ooh. We might have a whole like, uh, like in all that jazz, the bye-bye life, <gasps> bye-bye happiness. Yeah. Oh, that would be heartbreaking. Be. Oh my gosh. One more. Because things come in threes. There's the rule of threes. We've had Absolutely. two. She's saying twice now. I think we'll get a third big musical number. Mm-hmm. That'd be very nice. And it isn't going to be happy. No. And was that it for us, Jonathan? So- it would be one just snuck in. Oh, didn't pop up. oh, Wait, there we go. There yes, we go. Okay, from sucked again. Do you think Deep will cheat on his wife at at uh, Hor- Herogasm? I think Deep's wife is going to be like, "Well, we're here." Yeah, uh, that's mm. exactly what's going to happen. She's going to be passed around. She's going to embrace it more than anybody. I think she's really into this because she loves power. She uh, loves pulling the strings, and I think she's going to want to. I think she's been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. I think she knows about Herogasm, and I think that she can't wait. Yeah. And God bless her. I can hate her even more for mm-hmm. it. And also, um, in that case, then it's not necessarily cheating if everyone is on the same page. That's and right. I feel like this is a person who would be like, um, Deep, I need you to read The Ethical Slut, and I get to do whatever I want, and um, let's come to terms on this. Wow. You mm-hmm. just sold a bunch of those books. Yeah. Wow. It's a great read for anyone who wants to read it. <laughs> okay. <I'm just> <laughs> Talking, I, there's been a lot of talk of books today. It's, yeah. it's good. Mm-hmm. The ethical slut. Yeah. Well, I mean, like John Waters says, if you go to someone's home and they don't have any books there, don't sleep with them. Yeah, no. He says it in a much more crass way. But... Oh, or movies. Yeah. If you don't collect physical media. Well, mm. no. I know. Nobody does anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, and virgins forever for all that I can see. <laughs> Well, I just can't wait. I mean, apparently episode six is the hero gasm episode. Yes. So next week we get to see just, you know, what bodily fluids will get spilled. Mm-hmm. Blood, 
yeah. and whatever else. And will will uh, deep sea creatures be involved too? Oh, I Signs don't point know. Yes. Oh boy, I I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. Was there a coming attraction for next week's episode? I don't think. I, I don't. I think they Keisha. don't. They don't. Do they do coming attractions? Yeah. Next week on the boys, <laughs> it's the hero gasm. <laughs> they should do it with you doing the voiceover. I love oh it. Oh my god, I I, I can't wait. <laughs> I think it's gonna be wild. Really excited to see what happens. Hopefully. Most of our heroes make it out alive and and unpenetrated. Oh boy, I think that there's no chance of that. Yeah, I think the the penetrations are going to be far and wide. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to an end, Chris, it does. of this episode of the Boys After Show for the John Campia YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I love doing these with you. Two I in love a row. Doing these. We've done Kenobi. We've done two Boys yeah, episodes. I I mean, my God, I can't wait. We've only got, well, we've only got three more episodes, Mm -hmm. but I'm hoping like we all, we all want John to come back, Yeah. but I really do. I hope we can do this uh, at least if he's back, then the three of us, because I want to hear your opinions of what we see next week on the hero gasm episode of the boys. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I don't know if we'll even be able to talk about it without getting demonetized. That's very true. I mean, can we say what they say? Can Jonathan... Can producer Jonathan get pictures to show? <laughs> We're going to have to Sesame Street everything. Yeah. How about that, Jonathan? Ooh. What do you think? Can we... I'll try my best. Okay. He's going to try his best. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, thanks to Jonathan for producing this show. Yay! Thanks to everybody who generously contributes via tips and super chats and all of that. We very much appreciate it. It makes this show worth, well, worth a lot for everybody, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and also thanks to Mint Mobile for mm-hmm. su- generous, generously supporting this show so thank you mint mobile i'm robert meyer burnett but this is chris carr and where can people find you chris people can find me at at actor chris carr on both instagram and on twitter and you have classes you teach i do there's a wait list right now for our fall classes you can go to eebstudios.com so that you can go get on that wait list and i am robert meyer burnett and you can find me on twitter at burnett rm and we can talk about your favorite science fiction novels or find me on instagram at rm burnett or on my website, thepostgeeksingularity.com, or the YouTube channel for The Post Geek Singularity. That's it. And for all of us, I would say, um, let's hear it for the boys. <laughs>